This message was recorded at the Redeemed Christian Church of God Salvation Center, where we're maximizing potential and fulfilling destiny. We pray you'll be blessed as you listen to the following message. In Jesus' name. Father, we thank you and we bless you. We exalt you. Thank you for this time to hear your word. So, like Pastor said, I'll be standing in for a reverb. And uh, coincidentally, today happened to be Testimony Sunday. I, I completely didn't plan this. The title of the message I have is called You Are a Miracle. You are a miracle. We had so many testimonies here this morning. Now, we're going to be reading the Word of God. And please, if you don't mind, can we all rise for the reading of God's Word? We'll be reading from Isaiah chapter 8. From verse 18. Isaiah 8 18. Okay. Uh, we're going to read it together. So, two, three, four, go. And the children the Lord has given me serve as signs and wonders in, in Israel. From the Lord of heaven, armies, who dwells. Okay, give me King James, please. NKJV. Yeah, there's, there's a word I'm looking for. <laughs> yes, sir. Okay, let's do one more time. Thank you very much. Can we put our hands together for ourselves? Okay, we can all sit down. Uh, I wanted to warm us up a little bit. <laughs> that was why I said stand up. <laughs> okay, uh, quick question for us this morning. Have you ever done anything that you're proud of? That you can look back and say, yes, I did this and I'm proud. Anybody? Great, great. Uh, my dad came last week. He came on, uh, he came to town on Saturday. And uh, this is the second time he's coming to San Antonio since I left Florida in 2015. You know, when I just left Florida, I came, I came here to school and I decided to stay. Oh, I actually came to stay and I schooled. It's the other way around. I knew I was going to stay here. But school, I, I also did school as well. Maybe in 2016, my dad called me one day and we're talking. And he said, how much do you have in your bank account as savings? I said, nothing. He started yelling and shouting and talking and talking. He said, in fact, if not for something, he would have come back to Texas, bundled me, and he would take me back to his house in Florida. And I laughed. <laughs> so I kept quiet. I said, okay. At that point in my life, my dad wasn't proud of where I was. He wasn't. That was why he said that. So he felt like I'm not doing the right thing and I'm not in the right path. So he needs to bring me back to his house to teach me some things that he felt I didn't learn. That was 2016. Fast forward 2022. In fact, my dad called me in January, maybe February of this year. 
and said, ah, son, God has been doing well for your life. Maybe it's time you buy a house. So I laughed. <laughs> and I said, I have a house. He was like, what? I said, yes, I have a house. Because I didn't tell you. <laughs> Doesn't mean I don't have a house. So since then, he hasn't been here. So he came to San Antonio. He doesn't know that part you just mentioned. <laughs> when he came, he stepped into my house and he stood for a minute. He was looking. Later on that day, he said, you can't imagine how overjoyed I am to see where you are right now. Why am I sharing that? It's a testimony. It's why am I sharing it? My dad came and he was proud of where he met me currently. In 2016, that wasn't the case. 2016 was a different case. He actually wanted to bundle me back to, to uh, Florida. But I was actually in a process at that point in time. And he was very proud of me. You might feel like, but shit, is a pride going before a fall? Is, is being proud a good thing? Let me give you a scripture. You know, Jesus, the scripture that we normally quote for food distribution, where I was hungry, you didn't give me food. Uh, part of that scripture says um, that uh, at the end of the day, God will say, come in, ye good and faithful servant. That is God being proud of what you have accomplished here on earth. That's why he's saying, come, you have done well. Come, you have done your bits. Come, the assignment I gave to you to do you accomplished it. For some of us who would accomplish, for some who will even do more. So he's saying, come, yes, I'm proud of you. Come. Have you ever had anything that you're proud of? You might feel like you haven't. So let me tell you this. When your mama met your daddy, millions of spams were released. If you're not two, in fact, two is one egg that was divided, correct? Some cases, some is not like that. If you're not two, that means among millions of sperms, you made it. If they were to give an award at that point in time, they will give you the gold medal award because you came first. So, right from when you were born, you have already started accomplishing something right right from when you were born you have already started accomplishing something in and i think it's general i think it's every parent but in 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 the african tradition in general a parent likes to brag about what their children has accomplished you see nigerian parents to those who are not nigerians nigerian parents always want their children to be what next one Finish. If you are a nurse, they will ask you. The people that are medical doctors, do they have two heads or one? Is it not your mate that's a medical doctor? That's what they will ask you. Because they want to see that their children do better than them. 
they want to see that their children are accomplished. And he gives them the bragging right to say, yes, that is my child. Sometimes they say, do you know who I am? And they don't call their name. My son is the owner of this hospital. Sir, what is your name? <laughs> We're not talking about your son. What is your name? Do you know who I am? You will lose your job. How? I will tell my son to fire you. Because my son owns this place. That is a father that is proud of what the child has done. So that's the first thing this morning. That um, we've all accomplished something. Right? In this life. We've all accomplished something. What is a miracle? We heard all the beautiful testimonies that were given this morning. And a lot of them kept repeating, oh, thank God for this miracle. We had somebody who is now a citizen. Welcome. If you don't have your citizenship yet, I want to officially tell you, I'm still an alien in this country. <laughs> it's not me. It's on your green card. <laughs> they put it right there. <laughs> alien. <laughs> alien means you are a foreigner. <laughs> Yeah, so congratulations to the person who got the miracle of becoming a citizen, right? A miracle is something that naturally we can't accomplish. Or we're hoping that we're able to get it, but we get it with speed, probably. Or it just follows a certain pattern that we weren't looking at, right? I refuse to go to the dictionary this morning. You know, every time, so what is this? Let's look at the dictionary. No. Let's, let's bring it home. To each and every one of us, miracles are different. To blind Bartimaeus, what he wanted as a miracle was what? To receive his sight. That was what he wanted. To the woman with the issue of blood, all she wanted was to do what? To a man who is looking for rent, what he wants... So that sister who said, I am tired of paying car notes, what she wanted was what? A car without car notes. It was the same testimony. So to each and every one of us, what we want for miracles means different things. There's a popular story that I heard some time ago that this rich man went to go pray in the house of God. And the man was praying for a very huge contract. I don't know if it's true. The man was praying for a huge contract. And here there was, a, there was another man praying and saying, Lord, if you can just provide food for my family. Rich man got angry and said, how much do you want? I want so and so. Please take. Go. Let me have a personal time. Don't disturb him <laughs> with your problems. <laughs> yeah, let, let, God answer, let him have time to answer my contract prayers. Take and go. That man got his miracle. But at the same time, what you want, is that really what you need? Is that really, really what you need? The man that is praying for a rent, is rent really his problem? Or source of income is the main problem? There was a time... When, as the month is getting to an end, I start my rent prayer. <laughs> Any other witness? 
I start my rent prayer. And I thank God because throughout the time I lived in that apartment, I only paid rate rent, rate, late rent once. Every time, God makes a way. The rent is due on the third. On the third is usually when the money is complete. Every time. It got, it, the third got so used to me that even when I could pay my rent on the first, I leave it till the third. But was rent really the problem or a good source of income was the problem? Was, was rent the problem? I thought I needed rent. I do, I do need rent at that point in time, but was that the root cause of the issue? Right? Uh, there's something called the five whys. Right? The five whys. You ask yourself, why five times? If you need anything. At least up to five times. Sometimes at the third time, you find the root cause of what the problem is. First one, why don't I have rent? This is the 27th or the 23rd of the month. Number one is because the money is not in my bank account. My income is not enough. Why is your income not enough? The kind of job you're doing cannot pay for the rent, or you got some income and you squandered it, or you spent the income. Why did you spend it? You know, just like that. If you keep asking yourself, you will get to the root cause of what the problem really of what the problem really is. Now, for us as believers, our faith lies where our need is. Where you need something, that's where your faith lies. A baby who's crying, thank God I have a two-month-old baby. When that man is crying, if you like, give him $1,000. You see that breast milk? Yeah, that's what he wants. $1,000 means nothing to him. But the child doesn't know that that $1,000 can buy him as many milk from Sam's, H-E-B, Walmart, wherever. And he can have milk not well. <laughs> and he can have as many, he can have milk for months to come. But because the child feels that, hey, this is the issue, then yeah. Each and every one of us, we are all miracles. God finished his work in our lives a long time ago, even before you were born. Before you were born, God completely finished his work. Uh, how do you manifest being a miracle? How, how do you manifest being a miracle? God told Jeremiah that before I formed you, I knew you. That's Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. He said, before I formed you, I knew you. Before you ever came into existence, God already had this plan for your life. He already had this plan laid out for your life. And uh, he said in his word that my thoughts for you, they are what? Can I hear it again? Our graduates, only you. 
Okay, okay. We have, we have Bible students here this morning. Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 5. Can we have that? It says, my thoughts for you, they are of good. Oh, before I formed you, sorry. This one is before, before I formed you, I knew you uh, in, in your mother's womb and, and all this stuff. Jeremiah 29, 11, my thoughts for you are of good and not of evil. Excellent Bible students. Now, you need to know the word of God for your life. For you to actually be a miracle, you need to exhibit the word. Of, you need to know the word of God for your life. What does the word of God say concerning you? The word of God says that you are the head and not... What it means is, everywhere you are, you are supposed to be first. Because you are the head. Everywhere you are, you're supposed to excel. The word of God also says that by his stripes... You, uh, you, you will be healed by his stripes. Is that what it says? It says you are already healed. By his stripes, you are already healed. What does the word of God say about you? Let's look at First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Uh, it looks like myself and Brother Wale, we did the study together last night. Because he, he picked... Uh, uh, the book of Second Peter, and uh, we're going to look at that as well. So, First Peter two verse nine. It says, "But you are a chosen. I have chosen you already. You are a royal priesthood. You are a holy nation. His own special." Uh, <laughs> When Donald Trump was in power, his children doesn't need to feel any form with the SSS to see him, true or false. He comes to the house, they see him in the evening. If he's off to work, that's fine, but when he comes back, yeah, we're going to see him and we'll talk. As a child of God, you don't need, God said you are a special people. You are special to him. You don't need anybody to call on God for you. Can people pray with you? Yes. But can they pray for you while you sit down and fold your hands? Somebody said one time that we now have prayer contractors. Just give me some money and I will go and pray for you. And in fact, some people, they say that we fast for you. That's good, though. <laughs> ah, that profession would not favor me. <laughs> ah. Fasting for people. I don't, I don't think there's any amount of money you will pay me for me to... <laughs> But there are people that will fast for you. But no, that's not what the scripture is saying. It says you are a holy nation. You are a special people. That's the word of God for you. So the first thing today is know the word. For you to manifest, you need to do what? So get yourself in the word 
and know the word of God. First Peter chapter 2, verse 9. Yes, bring it up. So, yeah, so that, that, was, that was what we just read. Okay, it also says that ye should show forth the praise of him who hath called you out of darkness into his marvelous. Hold, hold that part of the scripture. We're going to come back to it. So, two things the word of God does to you. The word of God reveals God to you and reveals you to you. Remember we said earlier that your script has already been done. So it is left for you to start working in the script. You act out the script. How do you act out the script? You need to know the script and know the writer. My own script is right here. You know we've gone digital. So <laughs> we have the Bible in tablets and in phones, you know. Sometimes they say, oh, you know, I don't like using gadgets because they distract you. Ah, where there's a way, there's a way. Put your phone on airplane mode and read your Bible. No notification will come in. If you don't put it on airplane mode, you actually want the disturbance. When I was, this morning I was using this uh, tablet when Brother Wally was talking. I started getting notification. Pum, 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 pum. I just put the volume to zero. I don't want any disturbance. If you put it on airplane mode, you won't get any disturbance. So, know the word. And uh, the word of God reveals God to you and reveals you to you. This is where the script is. So, it reveals God to you and reveals you to you. Let's read First Peter chapter uh, 1 from verse 2. First Peter chapter 1. From verse 2 to verse 7 or verse 8. Uh, I will read. Uh, I read NIV. It says, Grace and peace be yours in abundance. This was the scripture Brother Wally read during workers' meeting. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. Through the knowledge of God and of Jesus, our Lord. So, <laughs> I like the scriptures. If you need peace, what do you do? It's right here. Please, let's, let's pull it up. 1 Peter chapter 1 from verse 2 to 7. Verse 2, it says, Sorry, 2 Peter. It's 2 Peter, not 1 Peter, sorry. So, grace and peace be yours in abundance. Grace and peace be yours in abundance. If you need grace, you need peace. What do you need to do? The knowledge, through the knowledge of God, of our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, next verse, please. It says, His divine power has given us everything that you need for godly life. For you to manifest, everything you need is in the scriptures. Through our knowledge of him who called us by his own glory and goodness. Next, next verse, please. Through this, he has given us his very great, precious, great and precious promises so that through them, you may participate in the divine, the divine nature. That's your miracle. It is no longer the earthly nature, but the divine 
Having escaped the corruption in the world caused by evil desires. Next. For this very reason, make every effort to add to your faith goodness. And to goodness, knowledge. And to knowledge, self-control. And to self-control, perseverance. And to perseverance, godliness. Let's keep going. And to godliness, mutual affection. And to mutual affection, love. Let's read the last one. For if you possess these qualities in increasing measure, they will keep you from being ineffective and unproductive. This is what you need to be productive. Turn to your neighbor and say, this is what you need to be productive. If that neighbor is not responding, turn to another one and say, this is what you need to be productive. So we need the word of God to be productive. Know the word. And that brings me to the next uh, point that I have. Believe and act the word. Okay, now you're studying the word. You know it, right? You need to believe the word and you need to start acting the word. James chapter 1 from verse 22 to 24. Let's take that real quick. Ah, pastor. I feel you, sir, when you say my time is up. There's no more time. <laughs> now it's happening. James chapter 1 from verse 22 to 24. Okay, I have it here. NIV, I'm going to read. Do not merely listen to the word. And so deceive yourselves. Do what it. Tell your neighbor, I will do what the word of God says. Okay. You are promising your neighbor something. No? Next Sunday, mark that neighbor's face. When they come, ask them, did you do what the word of God says? <laughs> Once again, tell them, I will do what the word of God says. Next verse, please. Anyone who listens to the word, but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at the mirror and uh, let's keep going. And after looking at it, after looking at himself, does, goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. Okay. Real quick. I have a question that I wrote here. What uh, do you spend your time doing? What is it that you spend most of your time doing? Do you spend your time reading the word? Do you spend your time improving yourself? If you want to manifest, you need to spend your time reading the word and spend your time improving yourself. Another question I have here is, who do you hang out with? Show me your friends and I will tell you who you are. Who do you hang out with? I have two people that I always enjoy to talk to in this church. Not like I do enjoy to talk to every other person. But these two, every time we talk, I ask them, so what's going on? What's the next business idea? What do you have going on? This is what I'm thinking. What are you thinking? That's because they have so much ideas to share. I won't call their names. Two of them. Who do you spend time with? Who do you hang out with? Quick question for us. I don't like reading books. We are going somewhere, man. But I love to listen to audiobooks. So, what would take me two months with reading, Brother Wale will read it in maybe one or two days. Audiobook just puts me on my way from here to Houston. I will finish the book. I won't sleep off. I, I love to listen to audiobooks. How many books have you listened to? Have you listened to or have you read this year? This is November. 
How many? What have you done to improve yourself this year? We're all on Instagram, right? Most of us. The younger folks, they're on TikTok. Do you know that there's a version of TikTok in China that is not the same as our version? If you are under, yes, if you're under 14 and you actually register with your name, you have 40 minutes on TikTok every day, number one. Number two, you don't see people shaking their booty on TikTok. What you see is scientific stuff. So they show you educational materials. It's, it's filtered. So you, it, once you register under 14, you don't see any of those stuff. That generation, give them another 15, 20 years. And our generation here that are... Mm? Mm? A new song comes out, somebody's wearing something skimpy, and they are shaking. On Instagram as well, if you're not on TikTok... I, I recently discovered something on Instagram. People are dropping very short videos, one minute, and then they tell you a lot of stuff. It was on Instagram I found out that there are business, that there are loans, sorry, grants for small businesses. Did you know that? On the same Instagram, where you watch Instablog and there are gossips, yes, that same Instagram, improve yourself. Improve yourself. That's just what I'm saying. Uh, turn to your neighbor and say, get up and get acting. Get up and get acting. Uh, two more things real quick and I'll be done. First thing, why manifest? Why, why do I manifest? Why do I want to manifest? Let's look at Romans chapter 8, 8 verse 19 real quick. Romans chapter 8 verse 19. I'm going to quote it. It says, for all creations is waiting eagerly for the future day when God will reveal who his children really are. King James, I like the way King James put it. Can we, can we get King James real quick? For the, it says, for the earnest expectations of the creation, eagerly awaits the revealing of the sons of God. The world is waiting for you to manifest. The world is waiting for you to start living outside of the ordinary for them to ask you, how are you doing this? How are you doing this? They're waiting. They're waiting for you to start acting out the script that God has written concerning your life. Because he's written that script for his glory. He wants to manifest his glory through you. But the world is waiting. And God is waiting. Look at your neighbor. Say, I will get up and I will start acting. All right. Uh, one more point real quick. We talked about knowing the word of God and all this stuff. But do you really know this God that has written the script concerning you? This one is the foundation of everything that we've talked about today. In uh, 1998, that was when I first gave my life. That was when I gave my life to Christ. Not first. <laughs> I didn't take it back. <laughs> okay, 1998 was the, was the time I gave my life to Christ. And uh, since then, God, God has helped me. Do you have a salvation experience? I still remember that day very well like a movie I saw last night. I was in high school. I just got into high school. 
And scripture union, this guy was pestering me to attend scripture union. I couldn't disobey him because he was from my church. And uh, there's an organization, a paramilitary organization that we're in in church. If you do, if you disobey him here, we will meet <laughs> over there on Saturday. But thank God for that. That was a defining moment of my life. At that point in time, 1998, my mom is hearing this for the first time. I will go to the back, take leaves, take a piece of paper, plantain leaves to be precise, wrap it up, light it up, plantain leaves, just to smoke it. My version of weed. <laughs> High wear. It's what I saw people doing. But because I didn't have Jesus at that point in time, I was easily influenced. I was easily carried away. And thank God, that wasn't the only thing. My mom would put... <laughs> thank God for God. My mom would put money in Titan card. We used to have Titan card back then. She would put her tight in Titan card. I would sneak to that card, pull some of the money to go spend outside. This woman will ask me, did you take the money from the Titan card? Yeah. When she was disciplining me then, she would say, even if I put a cutlass on your neck, you still won't say the truth. I said, I didn't do it. <laughs> I didn't do it. <laughs> but thank God for God. What am I saying? Do you know this God? Do you know this God? It is only in him that you can find peace. It is only in him that you can manifest. It is only in him that you can be what he has, he has planned for you to be. It is only in him that you can exhibit that script. Outside of him, nothing else can work. Outside of God, nothing else can work. Nothing else. Nothing else. Yeah, you might get a good job. You might get all the houses and do whatever. But one thing I want to promise you, you can't find peace. He is the only one who gives peace. That passes every human understanding. Why do you think that people who are wealthy... There's this guy I was shocked when I heard he died. Anthony Bourdain. This guy was paid to eat and travel. And he had the world at his feet. His show was premiering on CNN. Every, this, this guy had so much money. This guy was dining with presidents. What else do you want? But this guy committed suicide. Peace is the only thing. Only in God can you find true peace. There's a song that came to mind when I was preparing for this. Only you can satisfy. Shall we arise as we pray, please? Only you can satisfy my only you can satisfy my We hope you've been blessed by this message. We encourage you to fellowship with us here at Salvation Center if you are in the San Antonio area. For more information, visit our website at www.rccgsanantonio.org.